Welcome everyone to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey. Here we discuss all things energetic, spiritual, intuitive, and yes, psychic. You'll learn about things like Reiki, animal communication, mediumship, or maybe just how to manage your energy on a daily basis. We'd like this to be a place where you can come to open your mind and allow yourself to create a better version of you. It's all about everyday living with a twist. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Psychic Wives podcast. I am Jerry Carabin. I'm Kathy Rumsey. I'm Ginger Hendry. And I'm Mary Dalba. Yay! (laughs) Okay, first off, um, that's not Brenna H. up there. That's Ginger. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. Okay, we're playing with it. We're going to have a little bit of fun today, and we're kind of flying by the seat of our pants. So I'm going to say this. You may hear this, and you may not hear this, because we don't know. No, if they're hearing it, they're hearing it. If they're hearing it, right. right. Mm, Um, I'm saying that for us. (laughs) What we wanted to do is we wanted to play with readings. When um, Ginger, Kathy, and I were uh, involved with a certain school, we would do these uh, events where we we would do tag team readings. So we'd pick somebody that was at the event or on this webinar or whatever, and I think it was two people would read or whatever. Now we're going to do three. So here's how this is going to go. We're going to go to Kathy first. And because we decided Kathy's in my left corner, Kathy, Ginger, Mary, me, Kathy, Ginger, Mary, me. So we're going to Kathy, Ginger, Mary, me. (laughs) (laughs) So we're going to go to Kathy first and Kathy's going to put out an animal or herself or whatever. The other three of us are just going to kind of connect in and see what comes up. If Kathy has a question about whoever or whatever, we're going to do that. Um, and we'll play around with Kathy for a little bit, then we'll move to Ginger, then we'll move to Mary, then we'll move to me. Uh, so kind of just tag team reading. Like I said, we've done this before and it can be pretty funny because we we kind of sync with each other and whatever, it's interesting. Um, okay, so let's start with Kathy. <laughs> I feel like we're like out of, like we haven't done this in so long. Um, so let's go ahead and start with Kathy. Kathy, what do you want or who do you want us to read? I would love for you guys to connect with um, Chatham, like the town on Cape Cod, Chatham. Okay. Male cat who has passed. Okay. And um, just for people that who have not had a reading with us, that's usually how we like to go when it is an animal. We just want the name, species, male or female, alive or past kind of thing. Okay, so the rest of us are just going to take a second, kind of get our act together, and whoever starts getting something on Chatham, uh, we'll go ahead and interrupt each other and everything. So I'm Ginger, start... Ginger, hold on, Ginger's muted. Oh, <laughs> it's one of those days. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, so I just want to say, uh, Chatham comes through to me, um, and what he's telling me is that he wants you to know he is fully himself. And the picture that he shows me is he's sitting, he's tall, like he's, you know, sitting up tall. And I know he's in he's in spirit, but the feeling he gives me is so um, 
solid and grounded and um I don't know what I like like he, I feel my whole my whole soul feels everything like I'm powerful that that's the the feeling it. it feels so I, good I get it when I first connected to him I always get when I started reading a little thing on the back of my neck it's usually when I do a body scan and not that I'm doing a body scan right now but I got this thing on the back of my neck and it's usually either a form of like, Oh, anxiety or, Oh my God, I have so much energy. I want to run. This is a tiny little bit. It just feels like uh, on the back of my neck. It was a tiny little bit of anxiety, but here's the thing. The anxiety was just like, Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. Oh, thank God. I can now get this out because the anxiety was over you feeling responsible for the situation. Okay. Okay. I also feel in his body, like what, like I'm getting goosebumps up, goosebumps up my left leg. Like I'm feeling this warm in the sun. And you know, what did you just say, um, uh, Ginger, about feeling his whole soul or something? I can feel his whole body and it feels, I don't want to use the word heavy because that feels like it's more negative. It's like solid. And he's showing me the tips of his ears down to the tips of his tail. Like I am all good. Yes. And I'm all there. And I'm all there. So really happy that he's able to come in because he needs you to know that we're letting go of this. And this was not, this had nothing to do with you making a, the wrong choice. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, Do you have a question for him? Well, it's a heavy question, though. I'm just wondering what his lesson was for me. When the the second he draw, when you ask that, he draws me to is um, opening intuition, is animal communication, um, and also not just intuition using your intuition, let's say for readings, using your intuition for yourself, like being comfortable to really go down mm-hmm. deep. And he feel, he's making me feel like he's responsible in some way, whether he's holding space, holding energy. Um, and it's more than that though. Um, I, I know this, I don't really quite know how to describe it this way, but there's such a strong bond with you and such a love that he has that I, I feel like it, it offers you some safety in your heart. I don't know if I'm saying that the right way. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that you, that you're able to, to have taken that journey. Mary, it, do you like, cause I see you nodding at you. Yeah. Stuff from him as well. Oh yeah. So I, I feel like he kind of came into the picture very like I'm a sassy guy. Like I'm super sass. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm beautiful. I know this when I walk into a room, everybody looks at me because I'm so pretty and I'm so puffy. So I have a feeling this because I've never seen him. He was a puffy dude, you mm-hmm. know, like, mm, you know, mm-hmm. my large feeling, puffy dude. Yeah, yeah, he was puffy. And he thought, <laughs> I mean, he thought like his fur was like goals. Like, you know what I mean? He was like, I am sassy and y'all are going to deal with that. And, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, for me, when we were talking about the lesson for you is a lot of like, no matter what was going on, he was always like, wait on me, pet me, love me. Mm-hmm. Like I deserve the best treatment, no matter what was going on. And I feel like that's some of his things to you. Like, no matter what's going on, you got to be like, I still deserve all this. I don't deserve to be like, 
you know, mm-hmm. forgotten about because you're going through something or this is going on or whatever. And I, I think that also includes you. Like, you can't forget yourself when things are going on. Right. You know, yeah. he never did. He was like, yeah, I might not have been feeling good. Y'all might have had stuff going on in the house, but y'all pet me and fed me and loved me because that's how it was going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, he's very, yeah. like, hmm. you yeah. know, like, I, I mean, I know cats have that um, sort of like, you know, I'm royalty anyway, but this guy, whoa. No, he was, yeah, he was like, mm, my pot, when I walk in the room, everybody looks like my, oh, pot yeah. cute. and we did like, he was oh, a very, yeah. he was a very cool looking cat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And, and carry that attitude. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. think that's some of what he's saying to you is you got to carry some of that attitude. Okay, cool. The other thing that I'm getting is when, when Ginger, you were talking and you said something about intuition. I got the word deep right before you said the word deep. Um, but then I also got right at the very beginning of let go of control. And then this is almost a quote, some things are beyond your control. So there's a, um, again, taking me back to that responsible word, like you're Mm -hmm. not responsible for everything around you and some things are beyond your control. Mm -hmm. So there, and so when he's saying that also, he's kind of bringing in that allowing word and I don't really know it feels like you're supposed to dance around the word allow. And that's the only thing I can say is maybe it tied into what Ginger was saying, using your own to intuition, using your own intuition. And I think it's connected to that, that you need to poke at allowing more um, as opposed to trying. And I, I know, and we're not talking about, Maybe we are talking about intuition. I don't know. Or, or, you know, trying to control things. And I'm not calling you a controlling person or anything like that. But dancing w- around with the allowing a little bit more. Okay. Um, and we take that however that is for you. Because uh, I don't exactly know there. I want to go to the control. Because as you were talking about what he was saying about control, I got like a control flashing lights. Um, like when you said you can't control um, some things, what I heard him say was, tell her you can't control most things. Mm. Um, so you can only control your reaction to them and how you deal with them and how you feel about them. But most isn't within your control. Um, and so trying to cut that, um, I think, Jerry, you said uh, responsibility, or maybe you did, Mary, um, cutting the, the feeling of being responsible for everything around mm-hmm. um, you, because you it's just not, you just can't do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mary, do you want to say something? Yeah, I was just going to ask, you know, I I feel like he's trying to tell you you need to move more because he's stretching out, like stretching his whole body out on top of the couch. Like you'd be afraid he'd fall over. And he's like, no, no, I got this. But like he's, I mean, he, you know. So I think he's trying to tell you because it's, if you don't move more, you're going to, you must have some, um, like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, he's like, if you don't move, that's not going to work. So, okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Cause I, it's funny. Like he just is like, yeah, you know, like things are going on around you, but I used to stretch. Like I was just like, mm. he's very sassy. Yeah. Like, what were you, you know, going to say, Kathy before? Very sassy. Well, um, well, no, I was wondering if I should like give you guys some, some feedback and for people who are listening, like, they yeah. might be like well, that was great. I heard a reading, but I don't know if yeah. any of it makes sense. Cause it's all whatever. So, um, but I just want to know if you guys are getting anything more before I follow up, you know, give you some feedback. 
because I'll take all I can get. <laughs> I love having readings, so. Has Travis um, either dreamt about him or thought he saw him or... Yes. Because what he wants multiple times. I don't I don't know how many, but I know more than once he's come to me and said he was in my dreams. Okay, because what he's saying to me is um that I am still connected. You know that, but mm -hmm. um that um connecting to Travis. Travis needs that connection. Um I'm I'm um it's not just connected. I feel like I'm, I want to say working. I'm working with Travis. Um, I want Travis to feel me, to continue to feel me. Okay. Um, and it's interesting because when she was just saying, like, we all know I'm still with you. Like he first And said, Mary, Travis is my son, by the way, or re listeners. Mary's, uh, Mary's my son. Travis is my son. <laughs> Mary is definitely not your son. No. Uh, when, when you had said he's with you or, you know, we know he's with you. Like, it's almost like he he's like, tell her I'm still with her. And I'm like, come on. She knows that. Give me something else. But he was giving me a visual. So I think this is similar of padding down the hall, like following you. Like when you're walking down the hall, he's like right to your right at the mm. on the floor padding behind you down the hall. Um, so uh, I didn't well, so, have so in there. I got her in there. Is a lot of times in the night. I think I see him. Okay. Like when I'm awake, like I go okay. to the bathroom or whatever. And yeah, it's yeah. Like, oh my God, he's on my bed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. yeah. Awesome. And it's just, you know, the moonlight or whatever. But mm -hmm. it's like, no, my cat was just right there. Mm -hmm. so, um, oh. Could you ask him a question? Yeah. I'm curious to know his thoughts on us getting another cat. <laughs> I'm getting that he's like, yeah, whatever, but nothing's going to like, nothing's going to amount to me. Nothing's That's exactly what I got. Exactly. Yeah. It'll like, never be as good you as can you can do it, but yeah. whatever's kind of thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but I also think that he's trying to make you laugh when he says he that. He's trying to be funny about that. Like, in other words, he's not being like snotty. Mm -hmm. No, he's, no. There's humor there. Um, uh -huh. But I'm also getting that I don't know if it's a if it's the same type of cat. Mm -hmm. But he's but he's showing me that it's a different cat. So I don't know if there's I mean, there's other different types of cats no. out there, right. you know, yep. and it feels like whatever cat you get is supposed to be a different type of cat you you know what I mean right okay okay and I don't mean different from him meaning different from a nor like it's not going to just be a tabby oh it's either okay. going to be like a hairless or no, another one of his hairless or, do, do you know what I'm saying yeah 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 um okay. yeah so it's not he's not saying not to get his same breed he's saying okay. that it's not going to be your average cat okay that you get does that make sense how I'm trying to describe that? So. My, yeah. my words coming out correctly. Oh, okay. Did you get anything, Mary? Um, well, I definitely got what everybody else did that he was like, well, I mean, hmm. Um, you can do it, but but I um I honestly think he's always just gonna be around. So even if you get another cat, it's like he's like, Yeah, 
that's great. I got a playmate now. Like, he just doesn't. Yeah. He's like, sure, that's fine. Yeah. Okay. But you know what I mean? He's like, eh, not going to be me, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, no, he was and a still, So your point, Mary, that him still being around and Jerry, you got that. Uh, and then he came through for Travis. But I still feel um, that pull of him taking some credit for your animal communication intuition journey. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that won't change. Mm-hmm. And he was around. I mean, I had him before I started this whole journey. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you give us some feedback? Yeah. Okay. So some feedback and I'll do the very basics, even though Ginger and, and Jerry know him. Um, he was a Maine Coon, um, gorgeous, like just, um, I'm actually going to see if I can find a picture of him just to flash up. Um, He was a Maine Coon, uh, very, he was just, he was a cool cat. Like he, he, I have, I, I have three dogs. Um, One of them weighs 170 pounds. uh, And whatever. (laughs) No, Chatham was like, Oh, by the way, dude, I'm in charge. Right. Yeah. He whatever. Was very. Yeah. He was very much like, um, I'm in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, going to the um, the guilt, the responsibility I feel was um, so he had had a heart. He was a purebred cat, so you know, purebreds usually come with some health risks, and he so he was twelve when he passed when he was I think he was three when we discovered he had a heart issue um so he had been on medication it had been all very well kept in check um and he needed to have a tooth removed a few months ago so I dropped him off at the vet um I also had another one of my three dogs who's a very nervous little dog with me because she had to have some dental work done too. Um, so I dropped him off at the vet and got a call an hour later that he had passed. Um, they had not started working on him. He was obviously just stressed or something and his heart gave out. So I definitely have a lot of feeling of responsibility around that. Um, you know, it's hard. Mm-hmm. I, I actually let the vet tech bring him in. I never said goodbye to him, which is not a thing for me. I'm usually like, even though I'm like, I hope I see you again or whatever. It's not like that, but I usually always acknowledge my animals and that I'll be back for them. And I didn't do that that time. So, um, um, that, you know, part of, part of my feeling responsible. Um, I feel like the control thing, this was him, by the way, let me see if I can Oh, yeah. such a pretty boy. Mm. Yeah, he was pretty and fluffy. And that doesn't really do justice to I know. his size. I'm just, like, I'm trying to. His size. He, 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 was, he was big. He so was big. I have a, yeah, uh, yeah, he was a He's big like, boy. I was working out that summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's interesting because I actually connected with him maybe like a month after he died and got that. Um, so I, my, my son, Travis, who he was Travis's cat, like officially we bought him for my son's birthday years ago. Um, so he was always Travis's cat 
Travis just graduated from college. Like he, Travis graduated from college three weeks after Chatham passed. And Travis isn't sure what he's doing. He's still living at home and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I had gotten a, a message from Chatham about a month after his death that his passing was necessary for Travis to continue his growth and mm. for him to, you know, follow his trajectory and that he wouldn't be able to do it with the cat here, which is very hard, which I have, I'm, I'm, I'm banking on the fact that Travis doesn't listen to this podcast mm. because I haven't actually told Travis that I had that reading, but, um, so I'm the one that's holding back on getting another cat. Cause my husband and I have never been even in our childhood we've never been without a cat for our, mm. like for my husband, for his entire life. This is the first time he's ever not had a cat in his life. And he's really like, I want a cat. I just, I'm a cat per, you know, we have three dogs, but he's like, I'm a cat person. And my son wants another cat. And I'm just like, no, no, no. Like it's not time. Cause I'm thinking we'll trap, you know, Chatham passed and, and we'll never have another Chatham. Like he was, he was special. He, he was definitely um, a unique animal that you couldn't, even if I, you know, went to the same breeder and whatever, never going to have another him kind of thing. Just life circumstances and everything else that molded him into who he was. So I'm trying to think if I hit on all the messages that you guys gave me, but I think those were the big takeaways. Yeah. Um, and I know that, you know, like I said, I know not to feel responsible, but it's still like we're human. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. Yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. And the truth is, is he had a rotten tooth that had to come out because then you get into other, you know, then you get into infection and everything else. Like, and the teeth are so connected to the heart. Right. Meaning, exactly. You know, bacteria, plaque, whatever. Yes. You can really, exactly. it can really, you know, hurt your heart. Yeah. So. so. Yeah. Awesome. Well, can can I say something, Kathy? And if I I hope this helps. Mm -hmm. But how many times did you take Chatham to the vet? Like a lot like out of his life. Yeah, like multiple. You know. Yeah. Twenty. So, right. You know. I mean, this time it was that was what he chose to step. You know, he chose to step out of it. So, you know, if you get another cat, or you you know, like how I guess I want to say to you, I think you should lift the responsibility off your shoulders because it's not a correlation between taking him to the vet and he died. You no. know, I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yes, so, yes, yes. You know, like, I think you should like let up on the responsibility for that because you did what a responsible um, pet parent would do. And mm -hmm. he had a bad tooth. Like, so, right. you know, like maybe he just said, this is a good place. Mm -hmm. This is fine. Yeah. And you I, know, you know, I won't I, upset her. I'm not going to upset her. I'm not going to upset the family. And we knew we had another cat with this same heart issue mm -hmm. that I ended up having to take him to the vet to have him put to sleep. But it's a horrible death the way that these heart issues go, which is either they have a heart attack and they die or they have a blood, like an embolism that breaks free and goes down to their, down their spine and paralyzes their back legs. Oh. And that's what happened to one of our cats. And it was, and my vet had said, these are the two scenarios. And if the second scenario happens, get them to a vet as soon as possible. And, 
and have them put to sleep because it's horrible and it's extremely painful and blah, blah, blah. And that's what happened. And I remember thinking when we, when we found out he had this heart issue, like, I don't ever want to go through that again. Mm. And I think right. he saved us from that. You know, it was just hard because he was only 12 and I know, you know, 12 was like, to me, 12 is not old. <laughs> Mm. not for a cat yeah not for yeah. a cat especially no yeah, yeah. so, so i did... do think he did us a blessing of he knew yeah it was time mm -hmm. so yeah anyway yeah. thank you guys send you hugs kathy i'm sorry you're welcome yeah you know ginger um i think i'd like you guys to just take a look at where i am um I feel so scattered, uh, you know, I never really thought of myself and I don't think I actually do have ADHD or ADD, but that's what I feel like right now. I cannot keep track of things. Mm -hmm. I have planners, I have my computer and my mind feels, I don't know what. And uh, <laughs> so ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of touched on this a little bit before, um, full disclosure, we kind of touched on this a little bit before we started recording, just, you know, when we're like, hey guys, how's everybody feeling, Duh, what's going on or whatever. But um, um, uh, the, the, the immediate hit that I'm getting, Ginger, is to go with it. This is exactly where you're supposed to be right now, because <laughs> for the past several years, you've, uh, the image I'm getting is things had to be really tightly packed tightly. There could be no room for error. There can be no, we need to know exactly where we're going, exactly what the time, you know what I'm talking about. Like, just yeah, need to I do. Boom, boom, yeah. boom. so everything to be, it needed to be packed tightly. And when I say that I'm like breathing shallowly, do you know what I mean? Like breathing yeah. shallowly. And we all know that there has been a space of you breathing shallowly for the past couple of years due to some stress and, and stuff that, okay. But um, right now, this is like, like the vision I'm getting is like, you know, this is exactly where you're supposed to be to kind of get, get yourself back, get the authentic ginger back, get the, where ginger is supposed to be back because you haven't been there for several years now. So yeah. now it's just like, it's almost like taking, I'm getting this vision of taking um, like playing cards and like, and so they're all over the place. And now I'm going to take them back in the order that they're supposed to come in, but not in the order that you're making them come in and <laughs> they're supposed to come in. So that makes yeah. sense kind of the way I'm yeah. trying to describe that. So in other yeah. words, this is not a bad place that you are in right now. And you need to not look at it as, oh my God, I'm so scattered. What's wrong with me? I've got planners all over the place. You need to say, oh, well. This is an opportunity. Oh my God, I can't wait to see what's on the other side of this. And it's a give yourself a break thing. Go ahead, Kathy. I know you're chomping. I can see you. So I'm getting I, I'm getting a, a little slightly different take in that I'm getting that it's been not about you, Ginger, for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like um, it's been about your family, which I totally understand. And it's been about your work, but it's not been about you. And it feels like there's this, it feels to me like 
what I'm seeing is you sitting in a chair quietly. Interestingly, I'm seeing you with a with a pad and paper, kind of doing an inventory of what do I want to make <laughs> me happy, to fulfill me that doesn't have to do with anybody else. Because it feels like you're immediate response is I want my children to be happy and my grandchild to be happy. I want my business to be doing well, but it's like, no, you need to sit there longer and go, but what do I want? And mm. does that make sense? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, and it feels like that's not something you've been doing. No, it's something I tell, it comes up a lot in my readings. <laughs> well, that's uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot. Uh, with and that's that thing, that authentic self. That's what, yeah. you know, Kathy's saying, what do you want? Well, that's part of your, that authenticity, becoming that ginger that is supposed it, to be. And it does feel like it's, the answer's not going to come easy because mm -hmm. you haven't spent time thinking about yourself mm. and what you need or would like. Um, and there's that place of you're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Mm. Feels good, huh? I feel <laughs> unsettled, you know, I feel yeah. unsettled. And you're yeah. not used to that. I'm not used to that. And Which is that discomfort. Right. You know, because you're that far away from where Ginger's pure positive energy is because Ginger's pure positive energy isn't feeling discomfort because she's all good. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Mary, are you getting anything? Yeah. I mean, I, it's weird, the visual. Cause I, um, I know you mentioned something about being in court. So I was like, Oh, is this why I'm getting this visual? But I don't, I, they kept pushing it back at me. So I feel like you're a, um, you know, if you watch those crime shows, you have the lead, like lieutenant or detective that's at the board, like putting together, all right, we've got this person, we've got to investigate, and this person's connected to this person. And so when they showed me that, I was like, why for you? And I felt like it was like, that's where you've been. You've been like this lead, like detective or lead person, like connecting things together, right? So now like the case is over, it's solved. And now right. you're kind of like, now yes. what? Yeah. So, um, and I think you did a really good job with connecting all the things. Like, I just feel like I need to say that. But the other thing is, is like, now you have other work to do, right? You fixed this, this piece, you have other work to do. So, well, you know, and it kind of goes back to what our ladies were saying, like, what do you want to do next? Mm. Because that, that did distract you for a long time. And now, you know, you can do that. That's the other thing I heard, like, you know, all these things that you felt like came up in front of you that you weren't going to be able to handle, you can. So now it's like, well, what's your next project? Because you had that and you right. like did it from ground up scratch, like got everything together, what it needed to be. Well, now what's what's next? So I think, um, yeah, it has to do with you. But I think also you're much more comfortable with like bringing it out, you mm. know, so I think it is some time with yourself. But how do you um, make it purposeful, you know, from here? Right. And right. here's another piece that I want to add on there. When Mary was talking, I was getting, oh, you said, okay, when you were talking about, okay, then this case is solved. And now you're like, uh, I got better the devil, you know, 
And this is a warning because you know how people do not saying better the devil. It's something like that. Better the devil, you know, in other words, I'm going to stay in this place that I'm not happy with because at least I know it. Right. And I don't know what's over there. So at least I'm comfortable with this discomfort. Okay. But it feels like this is a little bit of a warning for you to go back to what we're saying and the opportunity and kind of dig deep a little bit with saying, what do I want? As opposed to, I'm going to slip back into taking care of everybody else make sure everybody else is fine and blah, blah, blah. Because that would be the better the devil, you know, and that warning of no, 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 you got to, you got to, you got to put your cards on the table and say, I want this one. I want this one, but I don't want that one anymore or whatever. Right. That makes sense. You know, not slipping into that comfort of discomfort. Right. Yeah. And it's funny because I I really, I'm getting um, a little bit of like you feeling guilty for, because it looks like you're not doing anything. Yes. You're just sitting there and concentrating on yourself and what you, because part of it, part of what I got was like you sitting with a cup of tea, reading a book. And, but there's the, but then you feel guilty. You feel like you've been unproductive instead of just sitting, enjoying reading a book. But it feels like there's this piece of you. That's like, I know what I want. You just, but I don't know how to do it without feeling like I should be, you know, doing more, doing something for someone else, doing blah, 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 you know, checking something off the list. So that sitting and figuring out what you want, it does, it feels really uncomfortable because you don't allow yourself to just sit and do things you enjoy. Right. Or if you're like, like you can, and it's almost like I can justify reading a book if it's a book around spirituality yeah right yeah because then you can justify it that like i'm bettering myself versus reading you know i don't know a tom clancy book or something you know just something for fun there's this you're not giving yourself permission to just enjoy and i'm really getting this feeling of like if not now when right right like this is your time to just enjoy being and not feeling like you have to be productive or useful to someone else or whatever. Right. Right. That all makes sense. Perfect sense. Okay, good. Good. Thank you, everyone. Awesome. You're welcome. Awesome. And I hate to do this, guys. I only scheduled myself for 1230 today and I have I got a client jump. I got to jump. No problem. Next time I'll We'll continue. Yes. Yeah. And and um, let me know when you guys want to do another show. Absolutely. Okay. We right. will. We'll be in touch. Bye. 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 Okay. You two got me. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. Can you do, um, I have a few questions for him. So male dog Mazen alive. It's M-A-I-Z-E-N. Mm-hmm. And if you can just get kind of like a feeling around him, just what he's showing, how he's showing himself to you. And then, like I said, I have a few questions. So I immediately get 
and I'm going to preface this with, I've, I've seen him, you know, I've seen him in the background. I've heard you talk about him, but what I immediately got was everything I do, I do on purpose. Um, and it's like to either get your attention or to like pull you out of your head. I get this really funny feeling from him. Like, I really feel like he's a character. Um, I know he's still young, but he gives me this feeling of I am the center of my family and I'm the one who holds everything together. Um, and and that feels physical, too. Like, like he doesn't want to be far apart from either one of you. He would prefer to be in the middle. That's how he sees himself. Um, but there's something very tactile about him. Um, it's like, if I'm going to sit next to you, I need to, I need to feel your leg, let's say, or do you know what I mean? Like, have to I do, <laughs> I do. Um, yeah. and he doesn't really see himself. I know we, we laugh at this, but he doesn't really see himself as a dog. Mm -hmm. Um, he really sees himself. Uh, how can I say it? Um, the, as an equal, even though he knows he's young and he knows he has things to learn and whatnot, because he because I do get he's a pleaser, but sometimes his um, what's that saying? I'm ahead of my headlights. Sometimes I get ahead of my headlights. So sometimes uh, he, he's trying to catch up. I mean, he because he wants to please, but sometimes he just gets going and he's into something that he shouldn't really be doing. Um, and I do get that he's like an emotional support animal for you. And I don't know if you do something with his ears or some part of his body where you like, I'm just seeing your fingers rubbing it. Like, it's almost like a little kid who has a blanket who does this with their fingers. And like, do you do that with his ears or something where it's, but it's, he knows he's a calming mechanism for you. Yes. That might be where the touch is that he needs to yeah. feel okay. that. Can you ask him? Um, I'd like to know just in and I know this is a broad question, but how is he is he happy with his life here or what does he tell you about his life with us? Or, or like, like in, 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 in that, can he tell you what his favorite thing is or what he loves to do or give you something that he does that he loves? The very, when you very first asked that question, I hear him almost laughing saying, you know, how happy I am. You can see how happy I am. Um, he likes to move his body. What I'm hearing him say is that, and he's saying it for both of you that he would like to see you move more. This feels like a physical thing. Um, like get the blood flow. I know you have been, maybe that's what he's talking about because you've been doing- He also might be talking about my husband because my husband is trying to get on a, I gotta start moving more, I gotta start yeah. moving more, I've got it, yeah. Yeah, that's what he's looking to, to do as well. Um, his favorite thing feels like when all my people, when my people are relaxed, and I'm like laying around with them, like, and I, I can feel them touching, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, that we're all uh, very calm and peaceful. But he also says he really enjoys company. He really enjoys being in a crowd. 
Um, there's something about that connection. Like he almost um, makes me feel like how appreciative he is, not just for you and Rich, but um, like, you know, that saying, like, I want to be seen, I want to be heard, that I'm seen, yeah. I'm heard, I'm valued. Like, and, and that's why I feel like he feels like he's not a dog. I don't know how to right. say. Yeah. So it's so interesting because when I first connected with him or about this question, I got, he likes being the only dog. He likes not being compared to mm -hmm. like, you know, I wish Maze would blah, 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 or whatever. It's like, and, and that comes from a, cause he's like, I am who I am and everything I do is on purpose. Like, don't want me to be more like this dog or that dog. And, um, Yeah, and he likes being the only one because it feels like before, I don't know, there's just been some times where it's it's like, you know, and this feels like it was in the past mm -hmm. where it would be like, well, when he calms down or whatever, you know, there were like big shoes to fill and he's he's very much like, I'm never going to fill those shoes. Those shoes are unfillable but he likes how it is now where he's the only one. Yeah. Could you ask him one last question? What does he feel about the, his new crate? He shows me a picture. Is it a different crate? Is it all covered? It's not, it's not bars. It is a different, it is bars, but it's absolutely a different crate. Okay. Absolutely a different crate. Oh, I got, this is funny. A jail is a jail. This is what I got. <laughs> he does it's not really like- It's really funny because the new, the, the new crate is like, it actually looks jail-like. Yeah, he, he's, he, he's very much like, um, if this is what you feel like you have to do, <laughs> and I'm sure you do feel that way. Well, I do because it's bigger. Does. It's bigger. And it's yeah. roomier and it's downstairs, mm -hmm. which there's an issue with that. So, okay. Yeah. This makes sense. All right. Let me, um, a lot of this is really funny because I'm like, um, uh, everything I do, I do on purpose to pull me out of my head. Um, I am the center and I hold them together, which is hysterical because he like walks around just kind of like do to do. And he sleeps a lot during the day, but man, at five o'clock, he and I go downstairs and I might pull some things out of the garden. I turn the outdoor TV on, might pour myself a cocktail, waiting for Rich to come home. And when daddy comes home, man, we are family. Do you know what I mean? And he never leaves our side and he's got to be sitting there. And the tactile thing, he always has to be touching you. I always say how funny he is because he he's a he's probably 60 pounds now. He's a puppy. He's got energy. He will come flinging through the room and dive across the sofa onto you. And I have to pull my body up really quickly because the bruises on my shins, I could, somebody could probably, if I went to the hospital right now, they'd be questioning me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, and I'm like, Gah! like I have to, to hide. Um, and it is funny. Doesn't himself as he doesn't see himself as a dog. No, he doesn't see himself as a dog. And one of the things that we say all the time is 
we've rescued for years and years and years. Yes, in the middle of rescuing, we've had um, a, a couple of you know dogs that we have gone to a breeder and and gotten. Uh, we he's our fifth German short hair pointer, and um, uh, all the other GSPs were rescued. And he is not. And we constantly say, like, it's so funny how entitled he is. <laughs> like when you're when you have a rescue dog, there's this sense of, am I allowed to do that? Or right. thank you for saving me. He's just like my house, my rules. <laughs> I'm a human. I get to do so. That is like spot on. Um, I, I want to touch base with what you. Yeah, I mean, yes, I know how happy he is. Um, what you had said, oh God, what did you say about him? Ah, likes being the only dog, can't fill shoes, stuff like that. When I first got him, I was concerned because there was another dog that I had, as we know, my Gigi girl that I was like, that's my heart dog, man. I don't think I could ever have another heart dog. And mm -hmm. oh my God, I do. Because mm -hmm. I love this dog and I will just go into his face and mm -hmm. I will do that. And I will go like, Whoa, with his ears and mm -hmm. I will. Um, he's so soft. He's so amazing that I will just, you know, he'll lie down with us and I will just run my fingers over the softness. And it is almost like a little binky, mm -hmm. <laughs> not a binky. What do you call a blanket? Your whoopee. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. But anyway. Um, and yes, I do get that. He likes being the other dog. The company thing is hysterical because we take him to the wine shop with us. And if he, we, if we don't go, if we're not taking him because it's too hot or it's too crowded or it's raining, he's just like, dudes. Yeah, right. Like, what, what are you doing? Do? So I do have to say this about the crate. Uh, mommy had, and I, I, you know, this was a really sad thing, so I'll be brief about it. But we, uh, there was a house fire on the island um, a week ago and uh, the people were not home. Oh. And the house went up like that and the dogs didn't make it. Oh God. Um, so we live at the beach and our houses are up on stilts. And mm -hmm. so I was like, but we have our downstairs that's finished. And I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I want the dog crate down there. I want the dog crate down there. Mm -hmm. Not so much when we're sleeping, because sometimes he's in the crate when we sleep, but most of the time he's right in between us. Right. So there's your thing. Like there's a foot on Rich and there's a paw on me. Do you, mm -hmm. do you know what I mean? But um, and so this crate is huge. It's mm -hmm. Gigi size big. Mm -hmm. It's huge, but we didn't even get it for Gigi. We had to get it for another dog because he would rip for blue because he would like rip and hurt his teeth and everything. And these are like bars. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's not your typical, like, a you know, metal. Yeah. The, again, like, it looks like a jail. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, and he's like, uh, uh, but it's really big and, and cushy. So yes, mm -hmm. for now, I feel like I need to do it. Mm -hmm. like he's not quite he's only 13 months old he's not quite right. to the point of he's not there yet yeah to be able to run around the house but i also want him downstairs so god forbid something happens right. and this is just when i'm out um it's mm -hmm. a quick easy kick in a window and boom yeah um, kind of thing so anyway but okay thank you guys very much you pretty much nailed him he does uh yeah and and I like that emotional emotional support dog because I don't call him my emotional support dog but damn if he isn't Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I use him in my readings all the time, meaning when we talk about, you know, doing, you know, law of attraction or whatever, and you don't have to feel good about the thing that you feel bad about. You don't mm -hmm. have to make yourself feel good about the thing you feel bad about. You just have to make yourself feel good. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just look at this boy and he's absolutely stunning and mm -hmm. I adore him. So, okay. Thank you guys very awesome. much. I appreciate that. So, 
That was pretty awesome. I love doing that. I think we should do that more on a, um, a regular yeah. basis. Sorry that Mary had to bounce, but- I know, oh, bummer. Yeah, um, yeah, that we didn't. So maybe she'll be first the next time uh, we do right. something like this. So so everybody listening, I hope you, um, I hope that was fun and it just kind of gave you an And we hope you're hearing this. We haven't decided. <laughs> yeah. Right. I think you are, I think you are. Um, but yeah, um, I, I hope it gives you an idea of some of the things that come up. Yeah, those were really short though. I they mean, were we, really short. Yeah, so everybody know short, if you yeah. want, we go way deeper obviously yeah. when we yeah. um, do readings and everything. So anyway, thank you guys for listening. If in fact you are listening, if in fact we post this. <laughs> um, <laughs> and as always, you know where to find us, the psychicwives.com, our Facebook page, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. Um, and yeah, until next time. Be well. And be kind. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Psychic Wives podcast with Ginger Hendry, Jerry Carabin, and Kathy Rumsey, where we discuss everyday living with a twist. To learn more about us, please visit our website at www.thepsychicwives.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at The Psychic Wives. If you would like to support us, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and feel free to share our episodes with anyone you feel would benefit from listening. Sending you all peace, love, and light.